0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1055, How to Talk to Kids About School Shootings, by Amy Brzezinski and Stan Davis of ParentingSimply.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and I'm so glad to have you with me today for a post that is really, really essential. I think so, anyway. We all know relationships of all kinds can be hard, And that means that it's important for us to address hard topics here on the show. So today we'll be talking about school shootings, clearly a near-impossible topic to discuss with kids that constantly leaves us all asking questions. Well, hopefully some of them will be answered in today's reading. So let's listen intently and start optimizing your life. How to Talk to Kids About School Shootings by Amy Brzezinski and Stan Davis of ParentingSimply.com Last week, the unthinkable happened, again. Yet another school shooting. No matter how many times we see and hear that such a murderous rampage could happen to our nation's kids, the concept remains unfathomable to us. How do we begin to explain such horrific events to our children when we as adults cannot fully comprehend them? Perhaps by beginning with the idea that there is no explanation that could ever fully allow any of us to understand what happened, what then can we offer to our children? Talking to Kids About School Shootings Whenever possible, children do not need to know about adult problems. We generously protect them from knowing about our health scares, our financial problems, our normal relationship stresses. There will be a time for them to know about all the problems adults face when they grow up, We may be driven to learn all the details about tragic events, yet children are often not ready to hear about these things. One parent, writing about the Sandy Hook shootings, said that she asked herself whether she wanted to tell her children about the Newtown tragedy for their sake or for her own sake. She decided that it was best for them not to know. Each parent or guardian will, of course, make this kind of decision in their own way. It is clear that young children can be harmed by repeated exposure to news accounts as they may believe that each news report means that another group of children has been killed. If our children do find out about these events, we should be led by their questioning to learn what they want to know. They may want just a little information, and may then wish to return to the everyday concerns of childhood. When dealing with tragic events, we have found the following to serve as a guide in working with adults, youth, and young children. First, give some facts. Without going into graphic detail, we can let children know as many facts as they need about what happened. Let children know that adults in their lives do everything they can to keep them safe and help them reflect on the safety steps we take to protect them. Mr. Rogers famously stated, when I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. To this day, especially in times of disaster, I remember my mother's words, and I am always comforted by realizing that there are still so many helpers, so many caring people in this world. End quote. Nurture and support. A normal reaction may include feeling anxious and fearful that such an event could happen in their own community, in their own school. Reassure children of what is being done to keep them safe, both at home and at school. Normal reactions may also include difficulty sleeping, change in appetite, and or regression to earlier behaviors, such as bedwetting, thumb sucking, speaking, or acting younger than their actual age. Some children can feel more attached to a parent and or objects. These behaviors can allow one to manage the distress. On the other hand, some children may have no reaction at all. This too is normal. No matter what reactions your children have to terrible news, This is a time to hold them more, read more stories, offer comfort foods and routines, and spend more time together. Those steps benefit us in these tragic times as well as our children. What can we do about school shootings? Use discretion in regards to how much children see via media. Post 9-11, we found that many children and youth were further exposed to trauma by repeatedly watching images over and over again because some believed that they were seeing a series of new events. Children and youth need to know that we want to hear what they have to say, that we are here to listen and support them. When children and youth do not ask, and when their actions are showing that they are concerned or stressed, it is then important for us as adults to ask them what they are thinking of, feeling, or what they need to know. One study by the Secret Service found that in 81% of school shootings, at least one peer who was a friend of the perpetrator knew about the shooter's plans ahead of time. 79% of youth surveyed were peers that knew of a school shooting that were not friends with the shooter, but knew about him or her and possible plans. Regarding both groups, each indicated that if an adult would ask them if they knew of any plan by another peer to harm, they would tell the adult. We as adults need to be proactive in supporting, asking, and listening to our children and youth. We need to encourage them to speak to us if they know or even suspect potentially hurtful acts. We need to abolish the idea of tattling and being a snitch so they are more likely to talk to us about their concerns. All children will experience negative events of some type, either directly or indirectly. So it's important for all to have positive relationships with multiple adults, with peers, to have passionate hobbies and a sense of efficacy, and to be able to express themselves when sad or hurt and to find joy and meaning in life. The current research on resiliency supports these behaviors. We all struggle with our feelings about school shootings, but we can comfort, support, and reassure our children through painful times. You just listened to the post titled, How to Talk to Kids About School Shootings, by Amy Berzinski and Stan Davis of ParentingSimply.com. And such an important article, needless to say, thanks so much to Amy and Stan for this. We see here that while school shootings are clearly an extraordinarily difficult topic to navigate, doing so properly once again comes down to the value of open communication. When we actively communicate with our children and engage with them and show genuine curiosity for what they think and feel, we really open the floodgates for matters that are so much more important than we may realize. Parenting has to exceed just meeting a child's base needs, and people who are considering parenthood really need to anticipate this. The marathon of parenthood is not just about supplying children with what they need to survive. It's also a commitment to nurturing and providing guidance between the cracks. I remember we, uh, we once talked about the value of having a routine with people. Now, sure, routines can come off as trite and unexciting after a while, but they're also huge signs of commitment and devotion that do not go unrecognized on a subconscious level. So even if you are a busy parent who is constantly in need of alone time Starting with a commitment to a 10-15 to minute breakdown of what your child's day was like after they get back from school can be a really great jumping off point. As long as it's fully concentrated and without distraction, it's a springboard for great conversation. And even on the ordinary days in which there's nothing remarkable to report, the bond is slowly being built as children are being constantly reminded that their parents are ready and interested should anything come up. Worth considering. Okay, we're going to wrap up, everybody. Thanks so much for being here with me today and staying patient during such a crucial article. This is, of course, a topic of great concern for parents, and that's why we're here to explore it with you on ORD, because true relationships do not have shortcuts, and neither do we. So with that being said, have a great weekend, and be sure to stop in for our Q&A episode tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.